Un saluta a tutti. Welcome. This is the Uncut Gems podcast, Patreon exclusive tie-in. This is an episode for October 2022, and my name is Randy. And my name is Nick. And if you've listened to us for a while, I'm sure you are noticing that there is a certain absence. Our good friend and co-host and founder of the show, Jakob Flash, is not able to be here tonight. God love him. He came down sick, so he is uh, he's he's being nursed and trying to get better. Hopefully, that's what he's doing, taking care of himself and getting lots yeah. of fluids and. <laughs> Yeah, we ended up switching sleep. roles, basically. As yeah, soon as I so. got COVID and finished it, it was his turn. Oh. Yeah, so anyway, Jakob, we know you're going to listen to this. Hope you feel better soon, man, and we hope we do you proud. All right, um, quick discussion uh, for Patreon, what we're doing this month, October 2022. Quick thank you, I guess we'll start with, to all the subscribers out there. Thank you very much. Um, you probably noticed last week we posted the first of two tie-in episodes that connect to our main show. So last week's tie-in, uh, Jakob and I talked about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre, the 1974 original. And today's tie-in is another Halloween-y connection. Today, Nicolo and I are going to, going to be talking about Dario Argento's 1977 Suspiria. Uh, so in a week's time, also, we are going to be releasing the October chapter of our David Lynch marathon, mm-hmm. Mulholland Drive, which is a conversation I can't wait for. So that'll be good. Over on our main show uh, this month, www.uncutgemspodcast.com. In October, we've begun our more frightening uh, chats, and we certainly had a bonkers discussion to get a Kickstarter. We talked in one episode, a double episode on Flesh for Frankenstein and Blood for Dracula. A very light conversation. (laughs) Go listen to that if you want to hear a discussion about a counterculture pro pornography take on Dracula and Frankenstein. There you go. You can hear all about it. Great chat. Um, And we're also embroiled right now in a little bit of a Texas Chainsaw. We'll call it a legacy series. We're doing a couple films that pull some inspiration from Toby Hooper's original. Um, This week coming, you should be able to listen to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. We're going to be talking about that Toby Hooper film. And this actually is what the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is is tied into that and Nothing But Trouble, the Dan Aykroyd 1991 film, which in some ways is uh, in, inspired and in, in tone in, in some ways to the Toby Hooper film as well. And today's tie-in um, is connected to a film that we're going to be talking about in a week or so, and that is 2018's Suspiria, directed by Luca Guadagnino. So... That's why we're here today talking about the Dario Argento original. Um, If you're listening to us from our website or from our main show feed, this is just a bit of a preview. So our wonderful voices are going to trail off in (laughs) 10 minutes or so. So consider heading over to the Patreon page and subscribe. If you like movies, if you like podcasts, uh, try us out. Sign up $3 a month. Um, We have a ton of chats on there, a lot of really good discussions. And you can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash uncut gems pod. Okay, I think that's it for announcements. So without any further rumpus, let's get our chat on about 
1977's Suspiria. If you're happy enough with the couch, you can stay for as long as you please. Thanks, but I'll be leaving in the morning. I'm going away forever. Oh, big deal, kid. So what if you've been thrown out of school? <laughs> I always got kicked out of school. Beginning in kindergarten. No, that's not it. I don't give a damn about being kicked out. Well, then? It's useless to try and explain it to you. You wouldn't understand. It all seems so absurd. So fantastic. All I can do is get away from here as soon as possible. Would you mind if I use the bathroom? I'd like to dry off. No, of course not. Go ahead. So Suspiria was directed by the one and only Dario Argento. It was written by Argento and Daria Nicoldi. And it's based on a book. I'm going to say, I don't know how long the book is, but is it? A, I read it's a book. It's an essay. At any rate, um, I think it's a smaller piece by Thomas De Quincey. That's the original source for this. It stars uh, Jessica Harper. She plays the lead, Susie Banyan. And it also stars Stefania Cassini, Flavio Bucci, Joan Bennett, Barbara Magnolfi, Rudolf Schundler, Udo Kier, and a few others. And Suspiria is the first of a thematic trilogy from Argento. Uh, I guess it's sort of coined the Three Mothers Trilogy. Uh, this is the first of those, Suspiria, and then it's his next film is Inferno, isn't it? That's, I yep. think it is, in, in 1980. That's his very next film, and that's the second um, in this trilogy. And then the third film in this series by Argento uh, is called The Mother of Tears. So these are all supernatural stories about covens of witches. Um, Suspiria specifically is about an American ballet student, uh, Susie, that's Jessica Harper, so she's studying abroad at a prestigious German dance academy. And one evening during a very awkward arrival at the school, it's late at night, it's during a very dramatic rainstorm. <laughs> she arrives at the doorstep of this school, but a woman bursts out of the academy and runs by her. And then Susie ends up being shut down and turned away from the school that evening anyway. But we follow the young woman running through the woods, the woman running away from the school. And... Around the 10-minute mark, she ends up being uh, murdered quite horrifically mm -hmm. and stylish, stylishly, too. I'll, I'll throw <laughs> that in there. Um, the next day, Susie ends up successfully getting herself enrolled at the school and shows up for class. But aside from the daily dance lessons, there's an ongoing police investigation about the murdered girl. And there are also mysterious, murderous nefarious and I'll say absolutely disgusting things going on here, including <laughs> maggots falling from the ceiling and not just yep. one or two. There's some very uh, nerve wracking stuff here. Um, and in addition to that, you've got uh, Susie's best friend, uh, Sarah, and she seems to be this, I'll say uh, a, a paranoid type of individual who keeps going on and on about conspiracies and things that have been happening at the school before Susie's arrival. And she just seems to be all about these weird conspiracies and wondering of what's going on or are they conspiracies? So uh. that's what we're going to get into in a bit in terms of the production of this film. I think this was Argento's sixth feature film. He did this right after Deep Red and right after uh, Deep Red was another well-received film um, in his filmography. Mm. Argento himself was fascinated by the occult. Uh, so his 
the connection to Thomas de Quincey's uh, Suspiria de Profundis that seemed like a good fit for Argento. So he teamed up with uh, screenwriter Daria Nicoldi uh, and they set out to write the screenplay. So Argento brought his interest in the occult, but Nicoldi, I guess, brought an interest in taking this uh, this book, this, this lengthy essay uh, from de Quincey and connecting to it different fairy tale influences like Pinocchio and Alice in Wonderland and Snow White. So these elements are thrown in here as well. Jessica Harper was cast, um, you know, I think basically to follow the giallo trope of having a foreigner in the middle of the story. <laughs> um, but also she was cast based on the strength of her performance. Argento really liked her in De Palma's Phantom of the Menace a couple of years before. And Harper was very excited about getting a lead. She turned down a role in Annie Hall, actually, to do this film. So Fascinating. there was that. Um, Co-writer Daria Nicoli, she was going to play the best friend, but then she had uh, an injury at the last minute and was unable right. to do that. Um, Argento also was able to cast Joan Bennett, and he was a huge fan of hers because she had done a number of films with Fritz Lang. And uh, Argento was a big fan of films like Manhunt and The Woman in the Window. So he was just delighted to have Joan Bennett in the cast. Shooting mostly took place in Rome at De Paoli Studios. And... I guess that's a, oh, Tavoli, Luciano Tavoli came on as cinematographer. And then in the collaboration with Argento, they came up with this idea that they wanted a very colorful, uh, almost Disney-like production in terms of uh, the, the color palette that would be used. So reds and blues, primary colors, um, and they, they collaborated to make this visual nightmarish type of unnatural backdrop uh so everything was sh uh recorded by way of sound on set and but also a lot of it was dubbed after and so you you do have uh most of most of the dialogue here is is recorded and 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 dubbed over after um and quick comment before we really get into it on suspiria's famous score um, this is a score that ends up being used in all kinds of Hong Kong films, I guess. Um, it was a collaboration between Argento and the band Goblin. And the score was completed or mostly completed before shooting ever began. <laughs> the film Suspiria came out, it got a reluctant release in America. It was owned, the, the American distribution rights were owned by 20th Century Fox, but due to the violence and and gore and all kinds of uncomfortable things. 20th Century Fox ended up releasing it under a, a dormant Fox subsidiary called International Classics because they just they, they wanted to be at arm's <laughs> arm's length from this film, but they did want to release it. Um, and they had to cut eight minutes in order to get an R rating in the States. Suspiria did end up being uh, Argento's highest grossing North American release. It made almost $2 million in the US and it made 1.5 billion lira. So I think that's about a million dollars US. And I think that's uh, so 1.5 billion lira is what it made in Italy. Critics were sort of mixed on it. Some found it too violent and over the top. Others called it an exorcist wannabe. Others saw it as a well-crafted Edgar Allan Poe-like type of film. And most critics agreed that there, you know, it deserved a lot of appreciation and and kudos for the craft, the sound, the music, the production designs. 
Um, and over the years, Suspiria has really lasted. It's turned out to have a really long shelf life. Um, many publications, when they list, you know, lists of top scary films or top horror films, uh, Suspiria mm -hmm. often ends up on it. Entertainment we Weekly called it the 18th scariest film ever. Total film, uh, they called it the number three on the list of greatest horror films. Oh, wow. um, so it has its lovers and it seems to have uh, stayed the test of time. So now... Nicola, I'm going to ask for your opinion, but just before we get into your thoughts yes. and your history with this, our man, Jakob, did have a chance to watch this, and he sent some notes that I'm going to share with you right here. I, I'm so, dying to hear this. Yes, I haven't listened to his thoughts, so here they are. This is the first impressions from our man, Jakob. Hi fellas, this is uh, Jakob here coming to you live from the year COVID ward. Um, embattled and bedridden, but nonetheless still uh, willing to share my thoughts about Superior. I hope you're doing fine, and I hope you're having fun without me. Please don't burn down the house. Anyway, I thought I would just quickly say... Uh, a few cents from me about Suspiria. I've seen this film a few times already. If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash uncutgemspod, where for three bucks a month, you will get access to this podcast alongside many other bonus recordings of ours, such as tie-ins to our regular show, like this one, themed retrospectives, and marathons. Help us out by subscribing and listen to our conversations over at patreon.com slash uncutgemspod. <laughs> <laughs> 